Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman. And joining us this week, Bradley Ellis. Boo. Ben Moore. Boo. Brandon Jones. Boo. And on the switcher, Ian Hink. Ah. Nice. If you are listening, you are missing some Halloween decor that's surrounding us. Uh, It is the day before Halloween. Uh, my costume is podcast moderator with the sniffles. <laughs> uh, we'll be streaming later tonight. We'll all be wearing costumes. We have the Halloween spirit within us right now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Feels good. Mm. Feels spooky. Let's do recruit me. This is where patrons of Easy Allies submit RPG characters to join our party. This one comes from James McCoy. I am a gnome thief with an extremely acute sense of hearing. I have developed dark techniques that give me the ability to eavesdrop on almost any conversation in a 100-meter radius, allowing me to overhear secret passwords, locations of hidden treasures, battle plans, etc. I cannot stop (laughs) myself from eavesdropping on my fellow party members' intimate conversations and gleefully gossip about whatever I overhear with anyone who will listen. My name is Strudel Bippum. Will you have me join this party? Get lost, Strudel. Oh, I don't want you. I value privacy. Yeah, oh, get lost. Because this, to me, this one's a real like a fifty-fifty on this one. I'm, I'm totally in on this guy. The passwords. You just gotta don't care. watch what you're saying. He's a dumb little gnome. He's gonna be annoying. <laughs> I, I imagine not only would he hear all your conversations, he would throw it in your face at dinner. Like, I heard you talking about this. Yeah, but also you would get enemy intel. Don't need it. We need it. Don't need it. And like, We're losing this war. he tries to manipulate stuff and just lies. Yeah, yeah, I don't trust this guy. He's like, well, I hear it, but he's just lying. There's no indication that he lies. Why would he lie? You don't he knows know. everything. Because he could be a bad gnome. If I'm recruiting him into the party, I'm assuming the worst. People change over time, Kyle. Jones, did you like Strudel? I mean, it clearly doesn't matter. I want to know, know your opinion on Strudel. I love Strudel. <laughs> I trust Strudel. I think Strudel. I, I, I think Strudel forces us all to be better people, and I'm down with that. Ooh, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't talk we about being our best behavior. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, when people don't talk no. about their secrets, their secrets eat no them alive. No freedom, man. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta get off my secrets. back. Party of freedom. Yeah. If, let but it you, ring. But you then you make up stories. Yeah. Then then when you're off like by yourself, you start saying weird stuff and you you, you but throw him you, off you throw him off his game. He's like, I don't know what Jones, to believe. Don't you now. understand the lies would get so out of control you wouldn't even know what's going on and you'd contradict yourself all the time. But and that's think, Jones's ability. He's weaving behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if anything, Strudel could bring us closer together. No, get lost, Strudel. No. All right. Strudel is a divider. Welcome. You're not welcome, Strudel. Ian, how did you feel about Strudel? Uh, he seems okay. The the power doesn't seem that amazing to me um to be able to hear anything in a hundred foot radius is not amazing to you i mean it's amazing but like what are we gonna do with it we seem like a kind of smash and grab sort of yes. group. we don't we're have not, to be though we're not asking for <laughs> smash <laughs> grab and freedom all right. that's all we need it's clear strudel will not join our party we'll see if strudel survives at the end of this podcast for now it's time for corrections begin corrections music please uh, wwe 2k19 oh we talked about it on the npds last week um, remember that the NPDs went into October 6th mm-hmm. of September, so it was kind of confusing. Um, it pre-released on October 5th for people who bought the Ultimate Edition and the Woo Edition. So the actual release wasn't until the 12th of uh, uh, October, so it's, it's, it's pretty good, actually, for yeah. it to be in 12th place. 
The Woo Edition? Woo indeed. Like yes. Ric Flair? <laughs> no, actually, I think I think it was released on the 9th. Uh, it got 12th place, though. Yeah, I think that's Ric Flair, yeah, right? Yeah. He does Woo! Yeah. So yeah. it was that edition yeah. of the game. I want to know what comes in the Do you remember we used to do that when people Oh, wait, you're talking about WWF? I think you were talking about... NBA. No. Oh, you're talking about wrestling. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. WWE. I just heard that. Then Woo, of course. Yeah. Oh, Woo, of course. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, also interesting in that those two versions of the game obviously cost more and MPDs are ranked by total dollars, you know. Um, Super Mario Party also came out on, on October 5th, so it's ninth place finish also, you know, not too bad. Yeah. Not you bad. got sale for just a couple of days. Good job. Um, create a Soul has never been the name of that mode in any Soul Caliber. Hmm. Aha! Didn't know that. Always thought it was Creator Soul. I thought it was Creator Soul too. Yep, never was. Was just character creator then? Yeah, I don't go super hard on character creators though. But that's good to know. Oh, yeah. That's good to know. Good to know. I'm what I imagine it was just some magazine called it Creator Soul, and then we all got attached to it. That has to be what it was. Uh, Metacritic score is already on Steam. You just have to scroll down a bit. Uh, Crackdown Three is currently only February 2019. They backed off the 22nd, so it'll probably be later than the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, good luck to you, Crackdown. Um, we had a t- last week. We weren't impressed with Dragon Quest XI and where it ranked on the NPDs. A lot of people oh. sent me this tweet from Matt Piscatella that reads: "Some folks asking about Dragon Quest XI. It was the biggest launch month in franchise history, with dollar sales more than double the previous best, Dragon Quest IX. I still think that's not enough, Kyle. That's not enough. I still think that that is not what it needed to be. We'll we'll see what happens from here. Okay, but here's the thing." Here's the thing. Again, we, we rank by total money, right? We did rank by dollar bills. Yeah. And so if Dragon Quest IX is a $30 DS game, and this game's a $60 PS4 game, mm-hmm. it just means it sold half as many as Dragon Quest IX. Also, this game had a way bigger budget than Dragon Quest mm-hmm. IX. Mm-hmm. It needed to sell more. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if you bought it, Kyle it would have sold more. It would have sold one more. Uh, that your, one copy man, makes all the difference. Do your part, Kyle. I brought up how uh, Xbox One X is outselling the regular Xbox uh, One, uh, but I didn't take into account that there are several SKUs, SKUs, I guess we call them, yes. of the Xbox One. And so I think if you uh, you bundle all those together, it is greater than the sales of the yeah, Xbox like the One S and X. Whatnot. Yeah, yep, yep. And different, like you know, it's the Forza bundle. It's oh, bundle, right, stuff gotcha. like that. Uh, the blood bundle. Naruto to Boruto is how okay. I've been ki- how I say it. However, apparently it's to as an and in the Japanese language. Mm. However, I like the title more when it's like Naruto to Boruto, like handing off like the responsibility of being the lead character of the nah, franchise. Man, he's Hokage, dude. He's always in charge. He's not the star of Boruto. Papa Naruto. He's I've watched still- a few episodes. He's not the star. He doesn't have to be. He's he- still on top, baby. He's on top. And don't you get it? They're trying to be cute. Naruto, To, Baruto. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. Baruto, Baruto. Bar- and the bar- music, please. <sighs> Brad, hmm? you make a strong point, dude. Uh, we're gonna lead our podcast just talking about some sales numbers. I don't find particularly interesting, okay. but they're good news. So let's kind of let's at least talk about them. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption Two launched is out and. I have some crazy numbers to throw at you. Uh, this is from their own press release. With over $725 million in worldwide retail sell-through, which means that people bought those during its first three days, Red Dead Redemption 2 is the second highest grossing entertainment launch of all time. What do you think is the first? Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah, it is, yeah, 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 yeah. Right next to Grand Theft Auto 5, which made a bill in the same time span. Jeez. Uh, so... 
really close, way closer to GTA Five than I thought it would be. Seventy-five percent, basically, of what GTA Five accomplished. I think in a long enough timeline, we're just going to get to a point where Rockstar has all the money, mm-hmm. and they just rule everything. Yeah, we have no, and money we willingly gave it to them. Yeah, we did it. That's did. the thing is yeah. they just kept making video games. Yep, <laughs> they will just be like Disney. Oh. <laughs> We did this. Uh, and so they, they had more bullet points. Uh, biggest opening weekend in retail sell-through across all entertainment releases by Blu-ray releases. You know, video games, apparently number one there. Second biggest launch, three days in retail sell-through across all entertainment releases. Oh, so opening weekend was different, I guess, from biggest launch. That's weird. Uh, biggest entertainment launch of 2018, sure. Most pre-ordered full game ever on PlayStation Network. Biggest day one full game sales ever on PlayStation Network. Biggest first three days full game sales ever on PlayStation Network. Just did, hey, it did great. <laughs> yeah. Did great. Surprise. Yeah, shocker. Yeah. Uh, I have to say it did better than I thought it would. If you ask me if it will do 75% of what GTA Five would do, I'd say no, it would do half. Hmm. That would be my guess. And so, actually, I think I think it even did better than I expected it to. Cool. Am I alone there? Uh, I'd expect it to do really good. I think it would do worse than GTA, but I don't know if I'd do half. Sure. I mean, Jones shakes his head. He's not surprised at all. No, yeah. I, I, I would be surprised if... Or, no, I'm not surprised it didn't sell as much as GTA Five. I think there's a lot of people that just, like, aren't into Cowboys that are, like, way into GTA Five, And I think there's a lot of people playing GTA Online that are like, I'm not... I'm fine. Jones, <laughs> I was, I was hoping... Good. You were going to say, well, I gave it a 10 and allowed for this to happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank me. I laid the groundwork. Yeah. I mean, also. The day it launched. <laughs> we have like $100 versions of games now. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they go plus? Is there a 120 version of this game? I'd have to. Ian, can you look up the know. different versions? There's like an 80. I'm really curious about that. 80 and 100. Maybe? 100, yeah. I think, is the max. So I do think it's a little easier to get there than it was in 2013. Mm, sure. I wonder what game has the most additions. It's got to be an Assassin's Creed game. Hmm. No, it was. What was the? Uh, it's uh, you are a guy who wears a bandana and you're a, you're a bad Watch guy. Dogs? Ha- Watch Dogs, I think, has the most versions. Oh. So that, that would be my bet. Hacked edition. Yeah. Um, we also got uh, number quarterly numbers from Nintendo and Sony, and basically we talked about this last quarter. The narrative hasn't changed. They're both selling very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Switch sold. Uh, twenty-two point eight six million worldwide to to date. It's more than GameCube. It is more than the GameCube ever sold Crazy. in its whole life. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, Poor GameCube. Yeah. The, hit me. Uh, so it's a little strange. There's the Ultimate Edition, which is hundred dollars. Okay. And then there's the Red Dead Redemption Two Collector's Box that looks like you can only get it at GameStop and Rockstar Warehouse, but that's also a hundred dollars. But it has like a little chest and everything. It but looks... it has fewer digital goodies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's got like a whole bunch of physical stuff, like cards and Didn't puzzles. GTA Five yeah, they had like safe? the lockbox or safe. Lock yeah. yeah. Now I'm thinking GTA Five probably also had a hundred dollar version. Yeah. Maybe it's just more popular. Now I don't know. Um. So, Nintendo plans to sell 20 million in its fiscal year. Uh, Nintendo's fiscal year ends in March. Uh. So far this fiscal year, 5.07 million. So they're only a quarter of the way there, mm-hmm. halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. So they're planning. They're really on, counting on Black Friday. They're going off on Black Friday, going off on the holiday season, going off on Pokemon and Smash Bros. Oh yeah. Is this still realistic? Is that a still a realistic goal? That twenty mm-hmm. million. Jones, the the expression you're giving Brad right now is like a dancer who like hasn't memorized the moves yeah. and is like, I'm gonna follow like. <laughs> 
Do you have any impression of like? What, I don't. I know. Make I, it, or not? it doesn't sound good. Right, it doesn't sound good. No. Well, like, uh, and I mean, there's still three months in January, February, March. Like, maybe some big releases. Maybe some will be announced by the time we get to this podcast published. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, they they could still have three good months in early 2019. I kind of think it's feasible. I think it's feasible too, because they're standing by it, right, Ben? I. Uh, was at a theme park two weekends ago, Ooh. and I heard two guys, and they were just, I'm not, I'm not saying this is a negative, but they were very broy dudes. Sure. And they were getting excited about Switch games, and he was like, "I'm gonna get Pikachu if you get Eevee. <laughs> and just the fact that they were having this conversation, and just how broy they were, I think twenty millions guaranteed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ben, I appreciate that insight. Yeah. The bros will take it home. Uh, PlayStation Four so far in its lifetime has sold eighty six point one million consoles right that's a lot of consoles yeah mm-hmm. uh their goal for the their fiscal year 17.5 million and they've sold 7.1 million so far so as opposed to nintendo hitting 15 uh sony says we'll just do 10 10 and we're out and i think that's totally reasonable i mm-hmm. totally believe sure. they will yeah and actually they increased that estimate from 17 last time so over the last three months they said we're gonna sell a half million more than we thought we were gonna sell yeah. hmm. and those are our numbers no xbox uh, Xbox does not reveal console sales. Oh. They just don't do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a they bummer, just Brad. reveal power. They just reveal power. Yeah, right. <laughs> and hey, power is something. Uh, we got to talk about a product, again, that I'm not too excited about, but it's kind of fun to talk about. It's the PlayStation Classic. Oh, mm. right. <laughs> this week, <laughs> Sony finally announced the the other 15 games that would be included in its 20 collection game of the five, PlayStation Classic. And then 15. <laughs> yes. Trash. So, right. When it was first announced, it had five announced for it. And then we, we got the other 15 today, or sorry, this week. And uh, yeah, that thing comes out December 3rd, very soon. They waited a long time to lock in these 20 games, presumably because of licensing. So previously, what was announced? Final Fantasy VII, Ooh. Jumping Flash, Ridge Racer, Ridge, Ridge Racer Type 4, Tekken 3, and Wild Arms. Um, we're going to play a game called Trick or Treat, actually. Uh, so we're going to go through each of these games, and I need to know if that's a trick. <laughs> like, don't play that game. Or if that's a treat. Like, that game is going to hold up. When nice. you load oh. in your PlayStation Classic, you're going to want to play that game. Okay. Actually, let's start with the ones that are already been announced. Final Fantasy VII. Treat. treat. Oh, yeah. such a treat. That's a treat. The biggest treat. You know treat, what? That's, treat, a, treat. that's a treat. And also, they have save states on them today, so there oh. will be save states oh. on these games. Nice. Jumping Flash. Treat. Haven't played Jumping Yeah, Flash. I haven't played it either, so mm. I don't know. That, that means Treat overrules the others. Yeah. It, that game is, is a Treat holds okay. up. Yeah. Ridge Racer Type 4. Treat. Treat, sure. That game's a Treat? I yeah. Game? Ridge Racer yeah. Type 4. I rem- I've, the time I spent with Ridge Racer Type 4, I look back on very fondly. Okay. Time, That's also, but. I think, on the collections like this, racing game, just try it. Come if on. You're, you know, you know, like, get in there and do a race. Sure. You know, it's PS1, not going to be like a platformer like is the correct one. takes a while to get going or, you know. You're going to be racing right away. Tekken 3. Mm, treat. Huge treat. treat yeah. That's a that's a big treat. That's that's like <laughs> that's a Reese's. That'll get you through the winter treat. Yeah. yeah. You just got a full candy bar at Packers yeah. House. <laughs> yeah. That's a Snickers king size. Yes. Uh, Wild Arms. Treat. The Western treat. RPG. Ooh, we got yeah, a treat. treat. Yeah. Wild Arms is good. I haven't finished it. That's a treat. This, then. That's a game. That would be the first game I'd play. So these yeah. are all treats. So I'm not far. super familiar yeah. with Wild Arms. So that would be that'd yeah. be one I would. Wild Arms were good. They had cool puzzles. You had to like switch your guys around. Nice. So we're moving into the newly announced games now. All tricks. Battle Arena Toshinden. 
That I is like. Tr- I liked that game. That game is a trick. Yeah, oh, I don't yeah. know if it holds up, but I liked it uh, back in the day. I I liked it back in the day, but that yeah. was like maybe the first fighting game I ever played next to Street Fighter on the Super Nintendo. So in in uh, t- today, I don't. Yeah, Mm-mm. I like I the claws though. That was he was my guy. Yes. He would do he'd do like a little like blue energy ball and would like mm-hmm. roll around on He's it. He's a little like, Blanca like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh uh Sean Layden was on uh live with YouTube gaming, that show I did two years ago. Yeah. And we had him play this game. Mm-hmm. And it does not hold up. No. Yeah, I would be played, surprised. He played it against Jeff Keighley, and it was just like it was just rough to watch these two guys struggle. Through, you know, it's like it's it's such a trick that I for, I thought it was Virtua Fighter. Yeah, like it like evolved, it like morphed into Virtua Fighter in my brain. No, I feel like <laughs> Virtua Fighter is a better game. Virtua Fighter holds up. Sure. I feel like yeah. this game got by at the time yeah. because there was still strong novelty in 3D fighters, especially mm-hmm. on home console. But yeah, no, Cool Borders too. <laughs> All the cool borders are blending together for me, so like I can't specifically remember. I had cool fun borders playing too. cool borders. I liked cool borders. It's a trick on a PlayStation console. I you played can this do recently. Way better. Oh, you <laughs> <played it> <laughs> I played recently? two recently. Yeah, because okay. SSX wasn't working one night, so I, I just played this you. instead. I okay. believe you that it's a trick. This game blows chunks. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. blows chunks. It blows chunks. <laughs> this was Tony Hawk. The deal fell through, so <laughs> yeah. cool borders replaced <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, it. Well, I mean, it sold well at the time. Destruction Derby. I don't. I've don't played know. that. Don't know. Is that a treat? I think it's like a one-trick pony kind of. Oh, oh, trick. I heard the word trick. trick. Yep. Okay. Uh, also, you know, with racing games in 2018, like how much is that really gonna? It's a destruction hold derby your game. Interest? You're trying to wreck each other we'll in get, an arena. We'll get to wrecking your each other with vehicles. Okay. We'll get there. Grand Theft Auto. I don't. Uh, I don't. This was like the. the uh, Anyone I knew at the time, because I knew I had a lot of friends in college actually, were like really into GTA. It was all on PC. I don't know anybody that was playing that game on PlayStation. I played it on PlayStation. Yeah, I rented this one. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm not particularly into. The, I don't like the, those ones as much. Yeah, though. I don't think I it holds really up. don't. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be fun to play. I think it's cute to add it to this collection. Sure, mm-hmm. if you're gonna have a classic collection, yeah. why not see where this whole thing started? So it's a cute trick. It's a cute trick, though. Cute trick. I don't know how much fun you're going to have playing this game. Especially, yeah, if you are into three or four or five in that series going back. Red Dead is out as there. A, as a There's novelty. a period of time where they were giving away Grand Theft Auto for free on PC. Oh. Yeah, I, that's, yes, that's, that's where, right. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I played it, yeah. Intelligent Cube. This is a treat. This is a treat? Intelligent Cube is awesome. No! Yes, it is! <laughs> it's so good! It's where you flip the cubes, right? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're a little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The cubes yes. crush you. Intelligent Cube is... I, what I remember of Intelligent Cube, I loved it. Wow. I thought it was awesome. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. Jones, you played this game? I have not. I guess that means it's a treat. What well, I, I remember... I've played this, I've played this. Raise my yeah. eyebrows, though. This what? was cool. It's a treat? Yeah. Okay. It's a treat! And I remember being, now that I think about Destruction Derby, I remember being pretty thrilled by it. Just the destruction of the vehicles at the right. time was cool, but now I don't I mean, know if you know, hold up. Kyle, the, the, the negative with this list is like, for some of these games, it's been so long since I've played them that I'm just going off memory. That's kind of yeah. fun part of it. It's yeah. kind of yeah. fun part of it. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. The biggest treat alive, I will not hear otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a wrapped treat. That's yeah. a wrapped treat. That's a bag of treats. So like just like ooh I accidentally dropped my wallet and you just walk away with it. You that's know, that's like, you yep. going for candy and ending up with a steak dinner. Mm-hmm. That's if, a, you're, yeah. if you're a child in trick or treating, if someone offers you a steak dinner, no, no, yeah. Yeah. back away. <laughs> Do not eat Take that. it. You might play Metal Gear Solid. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Driller. What? Mr. What the, Driller. What? Sounds like Dig Dug or something. It looks like Dig Dug. I didn't okay. play Mr. Driller on PlayStation. I don't know what I played it on. I thought it was cool. It's a game that I scoffed at every time I saw its box art. Never heard of this game oh. in my life. Yeah. It's like also, they like fall down. It's like Tetris-y. Yeah. Sort Something's got to be a trick. It, come on. 
It's a trick? Yeah. Uh, it looks kind of jolly, actually. Yeah, this but of all the things on the really list, jolly. man, it's... Oh, uh, no. Oh, it's that. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's like a drilling puzzle yeah. game. No. Ah, you I don't know. You just have to not cr get crushed, I guess? No. Yeah. I think... No. I think it looks cute. It's a huge Which is called a little trick. I'll tell yeah. you why it's yeah, a trick. It's a trick. Why? We get we twenty and we get driller. Like that's, that's the that's trick. The, you know okay. what I mean? All right. This I'm whole gonna, you know, thing I'm is I'm a sure trick. all the twenty games are fun for you know five minutes at least. All but. of the PlayStation library, you know, all five hundred games. You're picking twenty. It should be all killer, no filler. I'm right. playing yes. Mr. Driller first when I get this. Thing. This okay. thing has all right. this yeah. thing has like three good games. On. Odd World, Abe's Odyssey. That's a treat. I like. If you haven't played Oddworld in a while, it takes a while to acclimate to, but I still think it's a cool game that is worth playing. It's unique. I think one of the big things that, that turns me off about games like this, especially for new people that haven't experienced it yet, yeah, it is, is this something that I, I just can't go back? This, like, mm -hmm. this genre or this franchise has moved so far past this. Mm -hmm. And that's like with Seven and Metal Gear. Like I think these, you can, though. These are gems. Like You need to go back. There's a lot of exclusive stuff to there that even though they've made sequels and, and improved upon the gameplay in this, there's still some just dynamite stuff in those games. I think Oddworld is so unique that it ultimately transcends a lot of that stuff. So yeah, it's, it, there's, there's it, not a lot of games like it. And actually, I think it benefits from the save state a lot. Yeah, mm. there's a lot of cheap deaths in the game. Yeah. Of yeah. Why, do I, yeah. why do I associate Xbox with Munch's Odyssey? Munch's Odyssey was like an Xbox launch game. Okay. Yeah. And then there was Stranger's oh. Wrath, but that also came out. I remember out playing when I was young and not liking it. There's a fart button. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Sure. Uh, we, sh we should do a stream of all of these when yeah. they come out. Yeah. Uh, Rayman. One. Sure. Rayman 1 is a hard game. Rayman 1 is the best treat. It. It's really good. Wow. It looks, it still looks gorgeous. <laughs> and the best treat. Not the best. Not Obviously, the this is a Metal Gear Final Fantasy VII machine. Yeah. But Rayman is like great. I love I Rayman. I think Rayman is a treat. I'm with Ian on this. Cool. Rayman is like one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gor okay. Gorgeous. We're putting in the treat bag. Resident Evil Director's treat. Cut. Treat. 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 That's the right version of it. I forgot too. that cool. was on there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, the, what, other than the item shuffling, what else is going on in that direct? A couple cutscenes, I think, it's a that they added. That's didn't directors cut? No, didn't no they idea. add the crimson heads and everything? No, no, no that, that was remake. the that remake. Was remake yeah. right? The first remake. Cool. Good question. Well, uh, Ian, can you? I'll look into it. Cool, thanks. Uh, I think it had DualShock support. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, sure. Which Ooh. will not be at all related right. to this console, which does not have DualShock controllers. And you must use the D-pad for yeah. all of these games. Revelations Persona. I what is this? It. What is that? So I, I've played. I've played Persona One. Uh, is that what this is? is yes, Persona it's Persona One? One. Okay. Persona One is really hard to go back to. Okay. I think it's still cool, particularly if you're acclimated to that type of game. I imagine for most people, it's gonna feel like a trick. Hmm. I bet you're right. I mean, obviously they're going off the yeah. <laughs> like the Persona goodwill. It's like, oh, yeah. it has a Persona game on it without really yeah, like, maybe, acknowledging yeah. what how, the quality of the I game. I think itself. I think Persona Two is easier to get into than Persona One is. Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Huge treat. Yeah. Th this would Come be, on. This would be a bigger treat if there wasn't Mr. Driller, another gem-crushing game. Okay, buddy. Why do we got I don't two understand why gem -crushing the Driller games? has to come into this. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, Kyle. <laughs> I hate playing this game competitively uh, because people memorize the patterns, which is what you're supposed to do for each character, is memorize the patterns which in, in which the pieces will fall. And so they do setups. So like you're doing a good score, and then they're just like, well, I wanted you to do that because I knew what pattern they would drop in. I've had bad experiences in arcade with this game. <laughs> so it's a treat. It is not a treat. It's a trick? This is a trick. It's not a trick. Puzzle Fighter is such a good time. The cute little characters attacking each other as you're playing a puzzle game. Come on, let your hatred go. I don't like the mechanics. 
I simply don't like the mechanics. This is not a hill I'm willing to die on, but I think Puzzle Fighter is a good it's time. It's just another game where I'm like, 20 games? You pick Puzzle Fighter? Yeah. Like, I don't Man. have a problem against Puzzle Fighter, but... But there are, you know, four better fighting games still that we mm. haven't talked about. You yet. guys are weird. Siphon Filter. Tree. Yeah. yeah. That's sure. a, I Siphon think that's a cool treat. That's a, yeah. that's that's a, a cool classic. classic. Cool. Barbecue I love people. that Yes. Game. The yeah. second you taste somebody, you'll be like, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. And that's, honestly, with this kind of thing... That's all you need to do. Load yeah. that first level, yep. shoot out some lights, taste some people. Yeah. You got your money's worth for that one game. Nostalgia. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. The original Rainbow Six? Mm-hmm. Never played it. No, trick. Not the right version. Trick. Yeah. No, 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 no. Maybe on 64? Dude, Maybe on I played 64 a Rainbow classic? Six game PC. on the PS2, yeah. and I, I was unplayable. It was yeah. just, it looked so bad. And yeah. I wonder how it would be to go back to. The sound effects were bad, the textures were terrible, and... They're going by name again here. They're going by name recognition yeah. over game quality. What a weird thing to include in 20 games. Yeah. Ugh. For the PlayStation. Finally. The game that Jones hinted at a little earlier. Twisted Metal. Treat. I wish it was two, though. I think yeah. two's way better than one. It is. They're going with the originals a lot here, Brad. Yeah. Maybe leaving room for the But they're doing Puzzle Fighter 2. Well, there's no such thing as Super Puzzle Fighter 1. Is there? Eh, maybe there is. Okay. Or is it just based off, like, because it's Street, Street Fighter, Fighter 2? Yeah. Oh, okay, um, I see. But no, I think you're right, Brad. I think there is a Super Puzzle Fighter, but not available for PlayStation. Well, they have Cool Borders 2 on there. But they also have Grand Theft Auto 1, when Grand Theft Auto 2 so was I'm also saying, on though, like, you know, like Twisted Metal 2 is just a better game. It is. But Twisted Metal is a classic. Yeah, but Twisted Metal 2 is even more of a classic. You're not willing to let this be a treat just because it's not the sequel? <sighs> it's a waste. It's a missed opportunity. Like, are they going to make five of these PlayStation things? Brad, I, I see yeah. what you're saying, but I still think I'm going to have a good time with Twisted Metal Yeah, you can still have a good time, on PlayStation but it's Classic. a missed opportunity. Whereas a lot of these other games, I don't think I'll be having Come a good on, time. Come on, man. World yeah. Tour. Twisted Metal 2 World Tour. It's so much better. Yeah. You know what's even better is, like, the little one where you have RC cars. It's like a Twisted Metal for kids. Quiet. That was, like, a late PS1 game. Right, because I think it's around the same time Twisted Metal Black came out on yeah. PS2. <laughs> Twisted Metal Black. I don't think I played the one yes. where you were the little toys, but, yeah. A lot of good touches in Twisted Metal Black. I love you go inside, the, like, the insane asylum, and you can hear people, like, screaming and Yeah, like, PS2, you're like, whoa! <laughs> uh, Sweet, so Jones, you love Twisted Metal 1? Yes. Whoa. First game I ever went inside of a car and like saw hands on the wheel. Whoa, cool. Like, what though? That's on you, man, for not going Whoa. to play Daytona at an arcade. Daytona. I mean, I don't remember. Could you change the camera perspective in Daytona? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say yes. Wait, yes. Daytona you, can, you, can. you can change the view in Daytona. Right. Well, before. from the comfort of my own home. Though. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Daytona. But I remember, and if, you know, they're different cars. Well, that's the thing with Daytonas. It's the same, you know. You got like, a big The different car cars with... aren't going to look that, that, you know. Yeah, that's the going to have that, that, those yes. details. But, like, the hands change. The interior of the cars change, depending on. Uh, we have an update. Uh, Ian has the Resident <laughs> Evil director's cut changes. Okay. Th- these are lot it's weird um oh yeah so we like a, weird. a number of alterations were made i'm just gonna breeze through all these and i'll probably get a, a little wrong but uh they added a range mode and beginner mode which are difficulty modes a range mode basically moves stuff around to confuse people who knew the layout uh like master quest kind of yeah it also gave all the characters new outfits well oh. Cr- chris jill and rebecca different outfits uh beginner mode was easier uh, they redesigned the handgun. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Different character was in a different place, it looks like. Auto-aiming was fixed in the English version. Uh, it was packaged with a Resident Evil 2 demo. There appear to be two different versions of Director's Cut. 
possibly the director's cut and then director's cut dual shock version mm, okay. oh yeah this will not be that version uh yeah and also the fmvs were supposed to be uncensored in the north american and european releases but it, they weren't but then they fixed it with the dual shock version or something oh so it'll actually be interesting to see Strange. which ones we are, are included mm. in the classic yeah and then the japanese version came with a bonus uh, biohazard complete disc uh and i don't really know what that hmm. was but yeah Lots yeah. of just little weird things. Uh, worth, like. worth mentioning that the Japanese classic has a, a pretty different list yeah. of games. We won't get into that list. We've already talked about this product that I don't even care about way too much. Uh, but yeah, I, to wrap it up, panel, I'm interested if you, if you like this thing. If you like the PlayStation Classic, if you want one. Two controllers. No. $99. Too much money. It's super underwhelming. I, I, really, I really like these little consoles. I think they're fun. Um... I agree with everything the rest of the panel has said. I think this list is super underwhelming. How do you not have any Crash Bandicoot on this? Mm. No like Spyro. that is that is no Spyro. Like that's crazy to me. I understand that there were probably licensing issues, but I feel like I'm relatively forgiving when it comes to these lists. Mm-hmm. And I think this list is super underwhelming. No Tomb Raider. Oh, Ben. Totally, because that is a classic. That's an that is yeah. Game. You're coming out. Yeah. You're calling this thing a PlayStation classic. And, and while I have nothing against Mr. Driller, I agree with the sentiment that a lot of these games, you're like, wait, really? Like, they're just, they're not the, the thing that your mind would go to even second, third, or fourth. Yes. And that's why this thing feels so weird. And that's, yeah, because you compare it to the Super Nintendo Classic, and it's like, wow, I can't believe they got that. Yeah. I can't believe they got Final Star Fantasy Fox 2. Yeah, Star Fox, obviously, that's mind-blowing. Yeah. And so, I, obviously, it's easier for Nintendo mostly to license its own games to itself, but it went out there for third parties as mm-hmm. well. Final Fantasy VII is on this. Metal Gear Solid is on this. Those are top two yeah, must-haves, of obviously. But, I, I, yeah, Sony's own first-party stuff on PlayStation isn't strong enough to carry this. And I think that's the issue that, that they're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Jones, are you going to buy one? No, we're also getting into <laughs> the crossover. No. Of, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> of, like, I own Metal Gear Solid. I own Twisted Metal. Yeah. I, like, I do have a lot of these games. It hasn't really been a long time since I played them. I played Jumping Flash 2 recently. Don't know why. Don't it's know good, how. good, though, right? I love that game. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I think we're we're kind of hitting that wall of, like, how... Like, a PS2 classics, like, I mean, just go get those games. I, I, feel <laughs> like I don't know. This thing... <laughs> go to a garage sale and you're set. What was great about the uh, NES and SNES Classic is there were a couple of games in there where I was like, oh, you know, I never played that. I always mm-hmm. meant to. And so that was a huge driving thing. There's almost nothing on there for me. Like, there's no Tomba, which I always meant to play all the way through, and I didn't. That would have been or really good, Medieval, dude. Yes. which is Klonoa? getting a re-release. Klonoa! Put Klonoa on this Klonoa thing. Fantastic. I know Klonoa is fantastic. Ah. Hmm. Yeah, it's upsetting. Come on. No Civil the Night is weird, too. I know they yeah. just came out with it again, but yeah, yeah. that's a classic. And I'm positive the team who was trying to assemble this list knows how disappointed we are. And I, I think it was really just like agreements and licensing and budgets. Maybe. This yeah. reeks to me to. that they're like, hey, you can play Final Fantasy VII, Metal Gear, Tekken. Mm-hmm. The other stuff is a bonus. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's how they're going to push it. And that is how they should market it. Do you all yeah. hear that? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, it sounds like it's podcast time. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of October. Sweet Justice, a sound design company from the southern shores of the UK. They've worked on some of the biggest AAA titles, the most refreshing indie titles, and collaborated with the best development teams in the world. iKeyless. 
iKeyless.com is proud to sponsor Easy Allies. If you need a replacement car key or remote, use offer code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 30% off of your order. Imagine betting. Every mattress is brand new and made to order. This means their factory won't start making your mattress until your name is attached to it. They recently released a new mattress that features all-natural latex. It sleeps incredibly cool with unmatched comfort. For a limited time, receive $100 off a purchase of the new Imagine mattress with coupon code ALLIES100 on their website, imaginebetting.com. Imagine betting. Imagine good sleep. Hogue Law Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Hogue Law brings more than a decade of experience forming and funding companies, negotiating contracts, and everything in between. At Hogue Law, it's always business law time. Check them out at hoeglaw.com or on Twitter at Hogue Law. Beaten Down Brian. Mango. L. Fanis. Be Haunted, a graphic novel currently crowdfunding on Kickstarter. Written by Joey Donaldson and illustrated by Tuna, Be Haunted tells the story of B, a young actress struggling to find her spot on the stage and her place in the world. B's life takes an unexpected and paranormal twist when she finds herself haunted by a horde of ghosts. What do these ghosts want and where do they come from? Check out BeHaunted.com or the link below to learn more and support this graphic novel. Only a few days remain. Head over to the Kickstarter now to back Be Haunted and pick some beautiful enamel pins, never-before-printed comics, and personalized, one-of-a-kind watercolor paintings. And our mega-sponsor, Jigarbov Productions. Hey, Ben, you keep misspelling productions from the Jigarbov Productions in the frame trap description as prodcutions. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. I messed up. I mixed up the, the C and the U. It is fixed on YouTube now, though. Nice. So I just got to fix it on the on Patreon and SoundCloud, and then we'll be all set. So I'm sorry to Jigabar, Jigarbov. It's my bad. Sorry, Jigarbov. Uh, also, just uh, I just I just want to say, yeah, uh, you know, Be Haunted will not be a sponsor next month because they are the, uh, the Kickstarter. Oh. If you are listening to this on Halloween, this is it. Just if you're feeling spooky, if you're getting those vibes, if you're in the Halloween mood, go check it out. Uh, they have not hit their goal. Obviously, we, we, have, we have a lot goal. of Kickstarters involved, and, yeah. and this one is just has got a lot of charm to it, and I'd love to see them hit their goal. That was like a nice game show hand wave. Like, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Just step yeah. on over here to get some yeah. Halloween vibes. Mm-hmm. Jones is good. It, you know, he's pro. He's pro. The letter is H. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of headlines to talk about this week. I'm skipping to this one because it's this is the future news segment. Uh, there's nothing to talk about today, but okay. it's just weirdly... I just find this weirdly interesting. Maybe you won't. Let me know, panel. I think this is future news. So, this week, Ken Moss, who is Chief Technology Officer at Electronic Arts, published an article about Project Atlas, EA's cloud computing development software. Software may have been too precise of a word. Uh, Cloud computing. Cloud. Uh, Basically, they're planning (laughs) to do a lot of things with Project Atlas, also on user end. And always, 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 when I hear this thing, it's like, so what? Like, what what does that help people with? And uh, on developer side, basically, this whole article is about how uh, Engine and AI and uh, leaderboards, I think was mentioned, will all be on this one uh, uh, one engine basically, so you don't have to worry about making sure your multiple engines work together with each other. They obviously will because it's Project Atlas. But <laughs> uh, 
Oh, here we go. I have a description of what it's called. It is an integrated engine plus services game development platform. A platform designed from the core to harness the massive power of cloud computing and artificial intelligence and putting it into the hands of game makers in a powerful, easy-to-use, one-stop experience. So, like, to me, that means nothing. I would not have brought it up on the podcast. What from I, the core? From the core. It's true, Jones. <laughs> it's truly coming from the core. Uh, to, uh, but uh, So, you read further, we got some bullet points of, like, ways that it'll actually help video games. So, uh, to help game, game developers deliver entertaining, lifelike experiences to players... EA has been developing advanced technologies within our Frostbite game engine to render scenes that more accurately model the physical properties of light sources and interactions with different types of materials. Um, like Damiani would go off on ray tracing. So, hey, what if we could ray, tra- ray trace over the cloud? What if we didn't need an i9 in our, in our computers? Okay. What if? What if? What if? What if? What if? It's not the i9. What was the GPU he got recently? Uh, the, the 2080 Ti? Yeah. Yes, that is, yeah, yeah. What if we didn't need one of those? What? What? Uh, Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> apply a combination of intelligently modeled physics in conjunction with advanced animation techniques to more precisely depict motion, like the collision and destruction of different kinds of objects, and also to make game characters and fluids move more naturally within complex environments. I did never thought it would apply to animations. Hmm. And the ways that objects clip into each other. I never thought that like cloud computing would even help with any of that. But it's interesting to think that that's something they have working right now and something that they're focused on. Sure. Kind of cool. It yeah. seems like streaming focus too. Like you build it to run from the cloud from the ground up. Yes. So it's like forward thinking of all these systems are going to be streaming everything. Yes. I mean, you think about how yes, they, they handled Frostbite, and it's like, okay, everybody's going to be using Frostbite, just trying to consolidate and, and make something that everybody can use and everybody can benefit from, and it just makes perfect sense with a huge company like EA. Yeah, I mean, the pushing everyone onto Frostbite obviously hurt a lot of their teams and a lot of their games. Oh, absolutely. Hopefully by the time, like, maybe that was just the stumbling blocks, the five-year stumbling blocks of switching to Frostbite. Hopefully by the time they have this going, it'll be smoother. I think more of what I'm saying is just from their perspective, I can see the logic behind it. Yeah. Where they're trying to streamline, trying to create commonalities between these things. May not work out that way. I got two more bullet points. Utilize advanced 3D photogrammetry. 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 That was the word we were trying to think of that other time. Yeah. That's when um, they just take lots of photographs and then just make that 3D model out of photographs. Mm. And like clothes. They do that a lot for like clothes of character models and things like that. Even faces of video game characters. Anyway, uh, big data, computer vision, and artificial intelligence to procedurally synthesize incredibly natural looking landscapes that maintain their image quality at any size and any resolution. No way. Basically, the way we play games is the, the, the resolution of your textures increases as you get closer to them. Mm-hmm. Why bother loading in HD textures from something that's so far away? And they're going to say, no, nah, we're going to load it HD the whole way, baby. We got mm-hmm. it on the cloud. You know <laughs> really, dudes? You know what else is really funny to, huh. about this to me? Just on the first page of Google... Project Atlas is also the name of a mapping engine for construction, mm-hmm. uh, some kind of BitTorrent blockchain thing. Yeah, I own that. Uh, oh, okay, good. And, like, 
it's just like the name of like eight other things. Yes. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, it probably won't be called that, but it's just funny. I want to we'll keep that in mind. I want to get to that. Uh, final bullet point: deliver innovations in the fields of audio, cinematics, and in the rigorous application of advanced computer science to enable improved experiences. <laughs> <laughs> Those computer science experiences. That's such razzle-dazzle so speak. That, is, that whole sentence is razzle-dazzle, yeah. right? But uh, the, I, I guess the idea of cinematics, like they just take up space on a disc. I don't know. I don't know what was being said there. Audio certainly does take up space on a disc. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this whole article about how great Cloud Atlas is going to be... Um, no, Project, Project Atlas. Atlas. Cloud Atlas is a book and a bad, and very bad movie. very good, right? Uh, well, the book is fun. The movies. Is the book good? Um, I heard it's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I've just I because I talked to people and I was like, yeah, I saw Cloud Atlas. That was terrible. And they were like, oh, the yeah, book's good though. I was okay. Like, oh, okay. Hey book. Hey huh. hey book. I'm not gonna knock you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this whole thing, you know, just fluffy, fluffy, fluffy. It's gonna be the future. It's gonna be so great. I, you have to wonder what the point is. Why put this on medium, right? Why even bring up what your project's name is? Why are, why is this not internal? It ends saying, hey, come work for EA and has a link to their careers page. Yeah. So this ah. whole thing was to get developers mm-hmm. excited. The entire reason that they announced this, uh, that it was published at all, is for people who hear that fluff and get inspired. Like, I can't wait to enhance experiences. <laughs> you want to be the company that seems the most ahead of the curve. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, like Ian said, Project Atlas is not the final name at all. Project Atlas is simply something to get people's mouths watering who are looking for jobs. Uh, and also, I, just, I find it maybe telling about what next gen might be. In what way? Uh, Ian said that this all seems like you streaming every single game. Like what if what if they were talking PS5 uh, Scarlet right here when we're talking about EA's plans with this Atlas software, mm-hmm. cloudware? What did they say? Platform. Platform. Yes, this Atlas platform. Hmm. Are yeah. we? Gl- it it you build it cloud based from the ground up. Yes, is what it said. Right, and so to me, if you ask me, like PS5, Xbox Scarlet, is it digital only? Is it streaming only? I say no way. We're selling discs for another two generations, most likely. <laughs> And so, yeah, this kind of like EA going hard, like you know, they, they said they have a, a thousand employees working just on this thing, mm-hmm. going so hard on this streaming cloud gaming platform, is crazy to me. Yeah, a thousand po- employees. Yes, that's crazy. That's a lot of people. You know, it's something yeah, I had more than most games. Yeah, something I hadn't thought about a, a possibility. Sure. Up until now, is because I've always been thinking of it as this or that, right? Like it's either on a disc or it's cloud based. But what if you could buy the disc for Red Dead or, or I guess, EA game, whatever, uh, Battlefield, and it it's functional, it looks good, it's next-gen as hell on the disc right out of the bat. If you don't have internet, it looks great. If you do have good internet, this Project Atlas just pluses everything up. Like, sure. It, like, meets, there's, it meets whatever speed your internet is and just makes your games way better. That's like the... So Power it does of both. the cloud they're talking about Microsoft right. for a this long time. This is 100% time. that, yeah. yeah. It's like the same thing. I think <laughs> that like it. exact experience, though, is why it's hard to like make this a substantive thing in my mind because Microsoft was talking about it so hard for so long and then just kind of dropped it. Yeah. And the game that was pushing it so hard, Crackdown 3, is yet to release. Mm-hmm. And so this just seems like a nice razzle-dazzle future 
that I can't process at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I'll believe it when the, I see uh, it for now. The yeah. article I just saw about Project Atlas actually mentioned the Crackdown 3 and HD destruction of environments, HD and it said that this could do that really well, apparently. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like, right, we're not the audience for this article. The mm-hmm. audience was game developers. I just, I, I wonder if by the end of the life cycle of the PlayStation 5 of Xbox Scarlet, we are streaming most games. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if we'll be there. I wonder if this will go that fast. I, I wonder if really, just just taking an absolutely cynical approach, if the trend is going to be let's get people invested in our game, monetize that game as hard as possible, let's create content quickly so we can keep them in this system for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if the next generation, it's going to be like, listen... Not only can you spend hundreds of hours of here when you get the disc, but every week we'll have big new things. Like just being able to iterate and get those expansions and get that DLC out faster and longer. I think 100%. I think step one to all of this, right, is that what we're already seeing is subscription-based gaming. Like that's step one. That's how they get you on the hook. And then you've got your games pass. Five years from now, you're not even downloading anything. You're streaming it, you know. The Anthem Pass. The Anthem Pass. <laughs> and then that includes new content with that pass, you know? They yeah. want ongoing customers. That's what they want. And the thing is, like, I'm super cool with, you know, supplemental cloud computing. You know, just like, hey, let me handle a few of those things. I'll handle the AI up here in the cloud. Everything else is handled within the game on your console. Like, I- I'm way into that. I think that's what how Crackdown 3 will work. Yeah, it's cool. I think we got a glimpse. I think we got a little... Yeah. I think that was future news. What's up, Jones? Well, it's also speaking to me for two things that stuck out there, and that was animation and draw distance are, yeah. like, the two things that I'm still seeing the point where, you know, uh, Rockstar stopped doing their, like, fine-tuning, you know, where, like, I, or just the, the limits of this engine that they've built and this game that they've made where, like, I'll look in the binoculars, like, miles away, and it's like, I can kind of see the campsite, but I can't, you know, I can see there's a person there, but he's just a blob, and yeah. I can see there's a campfire, but I can't actually see the fire. I can only see the smoke coming out of it. And just the little touches like when your horse is a little bit higher than you and you go to feed it, you won't like last gen, you would just put your hand out the same place he would animate and the horse would just reach down as long as it would. And there'd be a gap between your hand and the horse. Yeah. It's like he'll move his hand up, you know, because he knows like I got to get to that mouth to you know, that's that's where the animation connects between me and that character. And so seeing that, seeing a fluidity, you know, even some like Yakuza, you know, like mm-hmm. having it not just be kind of like, like I, I love the moves when they happen in Yakuza, but the actual movement when he's moving between targets, you know, is just kind of, you know, is, I want to use the right word here because it's not a franchise I invest in a lot, but hey, like. Hey, Brandon. Yeah. Don't you dare give Yakuza to EA. Don't you I'm, do that. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about, I'm just talking about just, just, just next gen in general because you said, yes. is this going to be next gen? And yes. like, to me, it's not. Like to me, the 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 bonus the the benefits of next gen are not going to happen immediately when you boot the game up. You're not going to tell within five seconds. Wow, you know, like it's going to take a couple hours for you to get in there and be like, yeah, this game looks good, and then yeah. something's going to happen that's going to blow your mind. You know, some kind of. And I think a lot of that is connectivity between characters. So like when you have you know characters shake hands or you know um, lock into each other when they, yes. when they animate, whether they're fighting or or just the, like the day exchanging that we have, items or something. The day that we have a convincing video game kiss. Sure. Will, will be the day. What about Last of Us Part 2? You don't like that kiss? Nah. You guys no, played Mr. No, Driller. Nah, you know bro. what you're talking about. <laughs> Couple Mr. Good Driller. I do, th- I do think next gen, there is going to be a race to the first video game character to take a shirt off. Apparently that animation is just like impossible. Like, can oh, you imagine? Yeah. Yes. They're unveiling the PlayStation 5 and yeah. it's like, no, get ready for this. And yeah. the first thing you see is just... 
Yeah, Sully. and then Xbox is like, "Don't look at our shirt off," and it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's just like rhinestones all over. And like, we got pants off too. And so it's like, it's <laughs> funny. There, there's some signs in Red Dead uh-huh. that look bad, but I can. T- I mean, not look bad, but like I'm just you know looking, walking right up next to them and examining them, and I can tell it would look better if they had given it a canned animation. If they'd actually just animated a fabric doing. It's like I'm in the wind. It's you know day night, windy, raining. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I'm always gonna do this little move, Doesn't and I can like tell it's like. It's, it's adapting to the weather. It's adapting to the wind and stuff. And so then you can really see the polygons kind of mesh together incorrectly. You don't have to do that. Yeah. yeah. I get you. It's time for love and respect. <laughs> love and respect. I loved that. Crunchy. Yeah. That yeah. was super crunchy, Distortion, Rufus. Rufus. Yeah. Whoa. Halloween, Halloween spirit, I guess. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> You got us, Rufus. You got us. Uh, before I get, pick up a new one, you know I like updates. So Brandon K. Gon back in April asked us what we thought the NPDs would look like in September, mm. and so we ranked uh, four big games. Yes, we ranked Dragon Quest Eleven, Spider Man, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Spyro. We guessed that Spider Man would be one, Shadow of the Tomb Raider behind that, Dragon Quest Eleven behind that. We guessed Spyro would be fourth on the NPDs. Um, and Brandon brings it up. It's like, you got off easy on that one. If it did release in this month, obviously it wouldn't be, have been fourth. But those three, we got it right, baby. Yeah. Nice. We got it right. We predicted. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting that back in April, I totally did not acknowledge the popularity of Spyro. And now I think it would be number two. I think it would mm-hmm. totally would have done better than Tomb Raider. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely Dragon Quest, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, that was cool. Fun game. Thanks for uh, re- reminding me we did that. I had totally forgotten. Uh, bots, let's do... Hey, let's talk more about Red Dead. Hi, allies. I'm one of the many people currently getting their bearings in Red Dead Redemption 2. Every mission I've encountered is essentially a tutorial, and I feel like by the end of each one, I'm having to memorize at least three new input commands, (laughs) translate a handful of new map icons and other visualizations, while desperately trying to not forget everything I learned from the previous few missions. It's honestly overwhelming how many contextual and universal actions you can and need to do in this game, and I figure that's just got to be a better way to teach or convey this to the player. But this is how Rockstar games have been designed to relay information to the player for as long as I've been playing them. So part of me understands why they've just stuck to the formula for streamlining purposes. Do you think... Franchise legacy can lead to ineffectual systems not evolving when sequels get more complicated, or is it worth it to keep things consistent in order to help everything feel familiar for longtime players? Love and respect, Joe. Boom. I think I've seen this on a lot of people's minds, even like, you know, friends tweeting me, sorry, texting me, just like, hey man, like, I had to look up how to get on the horse or something like that, I think was the text. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like, uh, I see this a lot, I see the complaint a lot, and... The, basically, the question is: it like, is there a reason to do this? Is it is it fine? I'm cool with it, but tell, yeah, that's predictable. Jones, kick us off. No, tell us why we're cool. <laughs> well, with it. it's like, uh, I mean, two things to take. One, he says there's got to be a better way, so they don't have an idea. You know, it's not like clearly Jones, there's a solution do here. No, don't do that. It's, it's just, just like this feels off. Joe's just asking you know, questions. I know. Okay. All right. Um, uh, and the other thing too, I actually thought it was interesting. Ian, you said something where a tooltip popped up immediately, and you were like, "I missed it before it went away." And then I thought, well, the other side to that coin is when you're six hours into the game, it's not like, hey, here's more stuff. It's kind of unobtrusive in the corner. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of always going. Right, it'll, yeah. it'll like, when you pick up herbs, it'll be like, hey, that's this, by the way, if you want to know, like, that's the, that's for your horse, that's for Deadeye. Um, and, and another thing, you know, based on what he said that I think is, 
the right way to do it, like maybe they can get better at that stuff, is that it is it is mission based. That like you are on a mission and then the character will tell you to do something and you're like, how do I? Oh, that's how I do that. Cool. So I like that it's not like there's a whole separate tutorial section that you have to go kind of like a fighting game where you're like, I have to go into this mode and then go back to the menu, back to the game, back to the menu, back to the game. Like it'd be great if there was a way that like you can have fun with the game and I can teach it to you at the same time. It's not like separate yourself from the fun stuff to just repeat this stuff over and over again. So it's like, I, I do like that it's, it's integrated and mm-hmm. that's um, yeah. And, and I don't know. I, I, I think, I think the systems in that game are interesting and like there's even stuff I was telling Brad earlier today like there's something at Red Dead I just learned it's like what that was like going after one of the challenges can you tell us or is it, it a spoiler me a thing. no, no you can you can call animals so if you're aiming at an animal and you're close enough you can whistle and they'll turn their head and then, and then you take the shot. I thought it did that. Yeah, it teaches you that in the first hunting mission but again that was just one one of those tool taps just like went right out of my head so yeah, but I, I like that the world, because I'm also hearing a lot of people complaining, this might be off topic, but like, they're complaining that like, I accidentally shot this guy, you know, this game's terrible. And I it's heard like, Ian complain about that earlier today. And it's like, well, no, he, he pulled a gun on a theater guy, which I did that as no, well. No, but I've, I've, since then, I've shot the ground twice accidentally, I strangled a stagecoachman. That's what it was, you pressed the strangle button. <laughs> because, well, because it has, anytime you have button modifiers and things do different things in different situations it's going to be confusing so to to get a stagecoach you have to hit l2 only when it's ready to otherwise you'll pull your gun out Mm -hmm. uh and then triangle but if you just hit triangle you immediately start choking the guy out (laughs) and then the whole town is after you likewise if you fire your gun at all in town you have a wanted and then all hell breaks loose but, like, you have to hit six buttons to, to feed a horse. I want to get back to Jones, but I'm curious. Did you do the full strangle? Did you kill that man? No, I, I, <laughs> I hit diffuse or abandon or release or whatever after that. Okay. I, I strangled him for, like, a second. And then, literally, I had to flee the town. Yeah, you're going to get arrested either way. I don't know why you stopped. Because I need that stagecoach. Okay, got you, got you. He's never going to forgive you anyway. Yeah. Okay, oh, anyway, so sorry, Jones. Yeah, so you hear but people I just, saying I that. Just, yeah. I like that the game has teeth in that way. I oh. like that it's like, yeah, you got to pay attention. Like, mm-hmm. if you have guns in your holsters and you're walking into a town, like, just calm down. You know, just, like, be yeah. very careful when you're going I'm to do something. I'm kind of with Jones on this. Like, I feel like the game teaches you well enough to do stuff. There was, like... I think I think there's like a three hour learning curve to this game. That's, I feel like that's it's a, a very, but this is a very long game. But this is a mass appeal game. I know this well, is the same. broadest it the, gets. Part of the problem that I have, and I like the language that he used there, is that he was acclimating to it. And you for three have, hours, mm-hmm. yeah. right? For three mm-hmm. hours, it's a long time. But I, I think there's kind of this impulsiveness with criticism, where like people are tweeting that they don't like the controls as the game is teaching them the controls, <laughs> and it's just like the the first reaction they get, they're so intent on just spitting it out there mm-hmm. that. Like it, it really affects your experience. Like we we we're so distracted at every single moment that we're missing things that are super obvious or things that like yeah maybe they're a little bit cumbersome but if we actually paid attention yeah it wouldn't be that bad. Like I'm not having any problems controlling this game anymore. Like I'm not doing things I don't intend to do. Like I accidentally shot off my gun one time and I learned from it. I was mm-hmm. like okay well I'm gonna make sure my gun's holstered at all times and I'm gonna be really careful when I'm in here because it, because part of me thinks that like. We talked about it on a frame trap, but like I had some problems in the beginning too, acclimating in the controls. And when you take a step back, you're like, man, three hours to acclimate, that mm-hmm. might be a while. But by the time you're at the end of the 60 or 80 or however many hours it ends up being, it's you'll be fine. Like you won't be thinking about that early yeah. acclimation period. You'll be thinking about the journey that you went on. And so I just 
I don't know. Sometimes I think that just initial rush, that knee-jerk reaction might be... Sure. Not that it's invalid. I'm not saying that people can't criticize or they're, they're, it couldn't be better. But sometimes I just wonder if like maybe just with a little bit of patience and reflection, those opinions would change a little bit. And I, I don't want to be critical of the comment at all. I apologize if I... You yeah. Know, oh, you totally did. Kind of a, You're yeah. like, what's no. your idea, bud? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Ben, you nailed it. I think a lot of people go through life looking for tweets. They're playing, they're playing a game like, how do I, what do I tweet? What do I tweet? Where's my tweet? Where's my hot tweet? Watching TV, what's good? What do, what do I tweet? What do I tweet? That's <laughs> such a thing today. That absolutely. I just saw a movie. What's my tweet about it? And so, yeah, I think you're totally right that uh, sometimes people aren't enjoying the thing for what it is. But I think it also pops up an interesting conversation that I've been thinking about lately that we don't have to get into. But like, because a lot of people were critical of, uh, of Assassin's Creed Odyssey because mm-hmm. they were like 10, 15 hours in, it really gets good. And it's like, come on. Yeah. But like... I think it's unfair to compare it to a book you might read or a TV show you might get invested in, depending on how many seasons are involved. Because, like, now we're discovering these really unique experiences you can have experiences with mm-hmm. games. And, like, to me, it's like I, I – there just wasn't a, a system that I learned in Red Dead that was like, that's, you know, that's superfluous. I don't need that. Or if it was, it's like, okay, I'm just not going to use that that much. Um, but uh, I I just think it's it's such a unique art form, and I think it's totally fine to have – a 60, 80 hour game that like, yeah, it's, it's not until you get out of the snow and really get about three or four hours and you're like, here we go. I got it. Cool. Because then it's, you know, you take that four hours and you're going to have that same experience, you know, a dozen times. So I don't think there's a right way or wrong way here. Uh, I want to just for the the sake of comparison, talk about Spider-Man's web swinging, Mm -hmm. which I would say is highly casual. Just hold R2 and go. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's interesting to bring it into this conversation where there's, you know, no, no casual controls. And I do think Spider-Man's web swinging is there. So everybody's comfy from the, from the get go. Mm -hmm. Uh, does, is the, is Red Dead simply in a position where it can afford to be obtuse? Is Red Dead in a position where it knows people will buy it, it knows it's good enough for people to stick with it, that, as opposed to other games, it can have its own set of controls that are unique to it that take that three-hour learning curve? I don't think it's sold itself any other way. I think, like, every time Rockstar's you know, released a trailer or released a, a new a new update or something, they always say, like, this is an incredibly deep, incredibly complex simulation of this period of time. And so, yeah, it's not just kind of like, yeah, run around and it's very arcadey and you're just shooting people all the time. And and I think where in Spider-Man, I can definitely feel a difference, especially after I beat that game. I would just boot it up for 20 minutes and just, you know, web around. Mm-hmm. We're like, I'm not going to boot up Red Dead and just, and just walk like, around. Yeah. Clock, 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 clock. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. have an objective every time. Mm-hmm. And so I just think it's, yeah, it's just different, uh, that, different that, gameplay experience. That yeah. said, though, like me trying to go back in and play the heist, definitely it took me a hot minute to remember like, how do I deal with a guy holding a pipe? Like, mm-hmm. how do I fight this guy? Like, I gotta pipe what? guys are so bad. I gotta hold yeah. square, yeah. right? Like, yeah. so many confusing things. I dread like taking a break from Red Dead and coming back to it later. Yeah, <laughs> just be like, how do what? Finish it in one go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and to wrap that up, I do think there's a thing where this happens everywhere in life. This happens with sports teams and movies and TV channels where you're successful for one thing. So you assume everything you do is the right way to do it. Sure. Right. Sure. And I do think, you know, Rockstar might have a little bit of that. Yeah. Oh where yeah. They're so successful. They're obscenely successful. Yeah. You know, just three times above with the next most successful where it's just, obviously we're doing it right. Why would we change a thing? 
I get that. I get why they're there. Obviously, you should always reconsider everything mm-hmm. when you're starting a new project. Is my yeah. impression of it. I agree with that. I think. I think there's also about the the pivotal elements. Those things that like getting on and off the horse. You mm-hmm. know, wet when you know knowing your gun is in your hands. So when you l when you hold down the left trigger, the gun's going up. You know, like. Um, Whereas, I, take, I take umbrage with that though, because I've definitely just hit R two and he pulls it out of the holster and shoots. It's well, L two's targeting people. No, I know, but R two, like yeah, in, R, that's in, your gun button, yeah. When my gun was in my holster, I pull, I pushed R two and he Correct. shot the ground. What you, were you holding, pressing R two for though? I didn't hold it. I just pushed it. Again. Accidentally. Easy. I think we'll need a duel in to town. settle this. I just accidentally pulled the trigger, sure. No, know. but you keep saying... <laughs> Jones does no. not feel bad for you. No, but Jones keeps saying, like, pay attention if your gun's in your hand, and I'm saying the gun was in the holster. Right. If you bump R2, R2 you R2 is a dangerous ground. button in that game, correct? Right, right. I will, I will not back down on that, yeah. yeah. But just, uh, funny. I, I think the, the system, again, that's kind of hand-holding you through all these processes, to me became more charming later on in the game because like I said it was it was teaching me about herbology and it was just introducing these these other elements that I was like oh I don't really need to do that but that's cool that that's there cool I uh, do th- I do think it's crazy that the pull your gun button is the same as the open the talking to this coachman button though like that's nuts what's well, a target yeah it's you're, that's you're, crazy. you're craning your neck it's the crane your neck button but that's too nuts. Like if, if you're if you're twelve feet away from the guy, you pull your gun. If you're ten feet away, you talk to him. You know. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. I've like never ran an issue with that. Like I, that was never a problem for me. Humble brag. I think that just. I mean, to, it, I mean, like I understand where he's coming from, if but it's you, just if you L two and you're in, if you L two and you target if you hold L two and you point a gun at someone, that gun was out. That gun was in your hand. So just you know. I just think they need to, like, make it more lenient on how people freak out if you, like, pull your gun. And it's like, I didn't mean to pull my gun. I even, yeah, yeah, had a guy react when I was just in Valentine and was just, like, swapping the guns on my horse. Right. I just, like, pulled the, and the guy was, like, leaning up against the pole and was like, whoa, buddy. I'm like, I'm just, dude, I'm just dude, yeah. checking my inventory, man. Come Do you think out. that'll be patched? Do you th- like, one of the outlaws did that. I pulled a gun off my thing and one of my other, like, oh, I was friends. on a hunting mission with Hosea. Mm. And he was like, ho there. And I'm like, we're hunting. I'm getting my gun off my horse. True. What? Do you think they'll patch things like that? I almost think the game already sold so well. They're like, no, why are we going to patch that? No, they're focused on online now. Yeah, probably <laughs> I think it's all yeah. online from here yeah. out. Uh... I don't do this normally. You know, we had to, that's a, that was a short, well, not a short level of respect. I love that we went so in depth on, on Red Dead Redemption Two. Next week, we will play Pokemon or Real Animal. Yes. Oh man. You know, yeah. Yes. Sorry, no, we're, we're not going to be there. I know. You I'm get to play it. Brad and ben, Must be yes. nice. <laughs> sure, we're doing terrible. It is now time for bets. Next <laughs> week's bet is about the Quiet Man, which comes out November first. How long will the end credits be? November first is Thursday. I know this game comes out Thursday. I know. I yeah. The end of the month just slapped me in the face. I yeah. was just checking the calendar to look Man. at this week and was like, "Whoa, oh, there yeah. it is. Halloween, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, quiet. It happened yeah. with a quiet release. We yeah. have Thursday. Nice, Brad. Six minutes, thirty seconds. Oh, okay. Ben, how long will those credits be? Five minutes, thirty seconds. Brad, one minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Brad it's, takes it. Brad it's takes five it. Pe- five people made this game. Yeah. Uh, my bet is five minutes, 12 seconds. Oh, Kyle. Ian, your bet? Three minutes and 33 seconds. All pretty close. Let me lock those in. I hope there's like some cutscenes in there and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, but we're talking. We're in the talking, credits? Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Must. Does that count? If there's like an app, mid credits. Yes, that would count. We go from uh, if it's in, we go if, first name to last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, we're going by text. Yes. Uh, if you beat that game, please tweet me the actual duration of it because I don't know if I'll beat it before the podcast. <laughs> we'll have to ask Huber. Yeah. Uh, last week's bet, Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, released Friday, October twenty sixth, and we did not make a bet about that because no. Jones was on the panel. We couldn't talk about Jones. We could not talk about you pl- having that game. Yeah. No. We couldn't even talk about us having a review for that game in the future. Shh, careful, dude. The, we can talk about it now. Shh, don't make them mad. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. They okay. bugged the garage. Yeah. They're listening. My Heroes One's ju- My Hero One's Justice is another game that came out on Friday. Uh, what I did is I typed those four words into YouTube, scrolled down to the fourth video, and I wanted to know how long it would take for someone to get hit in that video. Huh. Jones, you bet eight seconds. Damiani bet 13. Huber bet three seconds. I bet two seconds. Ian, you bet it would be one second until someone got hit. So I typed in those words. Scrolled down to the fourth video. It was called, Is It Worth It? My Hero One's Justice Review Before You Buy. And the user is called Hermsor. Hermsor. Hey. Great personality. You know, great energy. Started this pod... Sorry, started this review... With two minutes and 19 seconds of talking into the camera. Hermsor, why? Why? Just have some gameplay running while you're shouting at us, Hermsor. But eventually did get to gameplay. And after two minutes and 19 seconds, that's how long it took for someone to get hit in that review. Damn it. For the record, that was loud, I was so salty about this. I looked at the other three videos in front of it. Damiani would have bet won all of those with his 13 second bet. <laughs> Uh, it was just was not happening and it wasn't like he said ESRB they were all like uh, 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 personal channels mm-hmm. making videos yeah. you know a lot of hey guys a lot of uh, uh, talking a lot of preamble Damiani won the bet <laughs> <laughs> and this one hurts for some reason this one hurts I think we may have hit the magic number let us know did we already did we hit the magic number with this one I think we hit the magic number a couple weeks ago because yeah. we're not going to have a, a podcast every week in December no I think that this may have been the thing that clinched it. We'll do that. We'll obviously do our, our bet next week, but then the week after that, we will see the return of Or Wars. Uh, but that brings our final scores or semifinal scores: Red Grouse fourteen, Gorgeous Gorillas twenty-three. <laughs> okay, all right. Drop it, Drew Eagles fourteen. Nice touch, Brad. Switcher Snake six. Uh, let me tell you a little about patreon.com slash easy allies. That is how the easy eyes exist. Uh, Patreon is, is a, a monthly uh, uh, crowdfunding uh, website in which uh, people fund us to make the videos we make, make the live streams we make, reviews, previews, lots of crazy things. Paper puppet shows even. So yeah, check out that <laughs> website if you're interested in supporting the easy allies. If you give the easy allies $5 or more a month, you get this very podcast two days early. And you can, uh, oh, video and audio. You get the two videos and also the uh, responsibility to submit to uh, Love and Respect and Recruit Me. It is a responsibility. We require everyone $5 and up to submit to one of those two segments. Uh, <laughs> if you're not, 
we drop you. Let's talk about. Uh, sorry, that's just, a joke. I just something gives me warm and fuzzy feelings. Yes. Uh, if you tune in, if you have ever missed them, at the end of the month we do our podcast producer credits. Oh, and sure. You, you can hear them at the end of this podcast. And I have not only you know getting used to all of these names, but specifically the order of the names. So like I'm I'm used to some names always being next to each other. I take them literally. If you're curious, just the list of the Patreon gives me from you know all of the different tiers. You don't ignore anyone on purpose. You but just it, take that list. Yeah. yeah if yeah. I miss skip you, I'm just, yeah. I'm just a dummy. But. Every now and then, I'll just be going through, whoa, who's this crazy person? And that's a uh, 25 minimum. Uh, so that's somebody brand new that either ups their pledge or is brand new to patreon.com slash easy allies. And uh, that puts a smile on my face every time I see a brand new name for the month. So thank you for any, everyone that's new at the 25 or above tier on Patreon. Love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I hope you. I read your name. It is time to see if Strudel survived. Remember, Strudel is uh, our yes. enemy. We I, did not allow Strudel in the party. Strudel, Strudel, Strudel is... heard this entire podcast. <laughs> yes. And, and even like each of my sniffles. Uh, <laughs> Strudel was a gnome thief with super hearing, could hear anything within 100 meters, but is a total gossip and could not help but talk about even the people in his own party. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Excellent. I was, willing, I was willing to be friends. But it was not even close. Once we booted him, Strudel got slaughtered yeah. out there. <laughs> Hearing didn't help you there. Yeah, I gotta imagine it was like some silent specter yeah, just yeah, yeah. swept him yeah. up. <laughs> didn't hear him coming. Oof. Uh, who's in the Damiani seat? It is Ben. Ben. Yeah. You have the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. You get the final word and anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Okay. On Twitter, I am at BenMoore035. Um, final word. Oh, what I would like to promote. I'd like to promote BoxPeak. Kyle. What is that? BoxPeak, well, you would do a better promotion than I, so please fill in anything I get wrong. But it is something you've been working on very hard. It is it is your own shonen anime made out of paper craft that you have put your heart and soul into, and it's an awesome thing to see on display. Um, so please give that a chance, even if you're like, well, I don't even know what you're talking about. Take a risk on it. Take a risk on BoxPeak. Take a risk on love. It'll be okay. Um... Final word, uh, I, I feel like Mr. Driller was unfairly demonized during this show. I don't think it is as evil as it was portrayed. Give Mr. Driller a chance. And Sophie is our supreme ruler. Turn out to be a koala. The Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. Jigarbov Productions, Be Haunted, Beaten Down Brian, El Thanis, Hogue Law, I Keyless, Imagine Betting. Mango, Sweet Justice, Alex AI, Robert Gibson, Blue, Jojo Dentco, Greg Kettering, Caleb Crawford, Rob Middledorp, Dale Sun, Nick, Walker Hope, Sam G, Cameron Hendry, Will Schmuck, Mark Dalga, Gabriel Heilborn, Bradley Spees, Professor Metal Gear, Paolo Costabel, Jake Musser, Richard G. Flowers, Dave Red, Zachary Wingate, Jan Tyson, 
Michael Bisegli, Ken Layer, Dan Sebring, Andrew Reif, Sigma, Tim O'Keefe, Ethan R.C., Mick Roper, Robert Stoffel, Cody Harden, Corey Jackson, Richard Smuts, Mylene LaPearl Vanass, Anti Ataraxia, Ali Cat, Demos Clay, Chum Nguyen, Discarded Digit, Thomas Wigginton Jr., Neil Bruce, Jay Shee, Matthew Pauling, Gino A. Leet, Silent Consonant, James Vitt, Jason A. Sackle, Luke Bennett, Candy Coated Thorns, 44 Stars, G. Levin, G. Ken, Stephen Thomason, Yasser Kurbushi, Hitman 47, Ryan Anderson, Colt Doss, Amanda, Paul Nolson, Marcel Giru 17 Frolic, Samsa Stormbaum, XWF Outlaw, Phoenix Doss, Niz Klochgard, Andrew Kidd, Peter Davis, Emil Val, Rack, Brad Lohman, Simon Anderson, Noah Weinstein, Malfalax, Sebastian Olson, Tim Strothman, DRD 7 of 14, Brad Grenz, Todd Yurkovic, Joe Burns, Patrick Chong, Sam Hendrick, Lars Berger, Jordan Kirk, Stephen Last, Ahmad Naki, Daryl Reeves, The Banana Forklift Killer, Joachim Morovuo, Miguel Rivas, Calvin Hartanto, Marcel Markov, Mark J. Betters II, David Wynn, Jesper Lawson, Oni Blackmage, Matthew Holcomb, Daryl Schramm, Brent Phillips, Maria Smith, Catherine Lai, Gary James, John Santoro, Robert Crouch, Mikhail Aniel, Ulf himself, Rainier Dennis Bautista, Wavering Radiant, Trenton Robison, Scott Adams, V8 Dave, Leroy Anderson, Jenny Markula, Ritz 1906, Eric Gustafson, Fabian Schuster, Toasty Soul, Christian Hundorf, Alex Lavanier, Tony Knox, Tars Fomars, I Sun Chor, Forrest, Caleb Ledoux, Mike Hook One, George D. Snyder, Mauricio Fuentes, Quick Scares, Ian Lodarzik, Brian Foster, The Classiest Hobo, The Kaiser, Bryce Hornsby, Burwa Hama Mahmud, Zintrax, Corey Landega, Modren, Eric Havra, Paul Bishop, Sean Smith, Travis Miosi, Carl Williams, Jalen Scott, Adam Damon, Nick Waterman, Brandon White, Matt McCarthy, Sean Mackey, Gabriel Aberg, Morpheus, Yasser Alusaini, Sean M. Gabaldon, Reed Johnson, Joe Rutsky, Nergal131, Manuel Thomas, Peter Wen, Robert Olson, Adam Scherenbrock, Not Jack, Kurzus Stavrogowski, Volker Bach, Jack McEnroy, James Vest, Allison Burt, Ryan Feller, Jesse Ray, Bjorn R. Haraldsvik, Blake Bonsack, Sean De Almeida, Jeremy Ferris, Cisco Ace Jackson Garcia, Daniel Mogo Sanchez, Kiraz, Jason Ward, Robert Oresti, Wouter DeHaze, Matthew Holmes, Settling Geek, Eric Maynard, Fabian Winkler, General Piet, Leon Keyes, Raymond Lee, Clay Roberts, Adam Lindsay, Shauna Metz, Todd Paxton, Faraz Rizvi, Andreas Bard, Jared Wheeler, Jeff Easton, Dakota Hayes, Zustick, Don Turner, Mumble Mumbleton, Masuki211, Alexander Zirianov, Jesse Fish, Jason Joint, Edison S. Prada Jr., Alexander Breveglieri, Sarah Wampler, Travis Ng, Ahmed Al-Rashed, Butt Puddin, Tuttle, Furious Action Gamer, Stefano Lovato, Jonathan and Amy Alconis, Stuart Siddall, Michael Schreiber, G. Sith, Mac Reed, Haley Hill, Andrew Stoke, Simonize23, Matt Gunther, There Is No Dana, Only Zool, Evan Eng, Joshua Vanswall, Allison Douglas, Bites and Brews, 1D10 The Show, Kyle Quintero, Sebastian Trier, Aurelien Grenier, Bonnie and Jason Connor, Wenbo Sean, Jeffrey Daniel Lasley, Stephen Walther, Rock Gordon, Matt, Carlos Zuniga, Diggles, Ryan Cohen, Terence Ireland, Ibrahim Sozer, Momo Rashid, Paul Sway, Ricard Enbaum, Michael Clendenan, 
Sean German Efficiency Clinton, S Snake 24, Lee Young, Timo Yeager, Lindsey Wells, Hayden Hargraves, Calgareth, Eddie Reisner, Mikel Hervel Nemo, Chase Caldwell, Palkin Sturz and Sturz, Jeffrey Ruchtenwald, Barry, Mike Mizek Novak, Adam Henry, Ms. Racy, Beautiful Kai, Sean Rowe, Ronnie Halperin, Caffeine Rage, David Kennedy, John Burns, Durgesh Patel, Michael Lay, Mike Calvi, Sarah, Me M, Gary Fair, Anthony Daniel Galvin, Toro DK, Daniel Wong, Hadi Ali, Jameson Anderson, Vincent Foliat, Hutchitron, Ahab, Neobear, Matthew Migler, Santiago Carrillo, Alex Glass, Junior Motomura, Ryan Ponder, Delisi, Mithers Strongbeard, Daniel Data, Nycrypt, Mons Anderson, Elvin Skogheim, Jai Aldiar, Morgan Wirth, Sam Sorensen, Awesome Express, Shahir Khan, Zrail, Matt Ferguson, Michael Tenick, Felipe Aguilera, William Heaney, Krister Lundmark, Tim Mann, Chris the Pianist, Damnable Nook, Michelle Nubb, Michael Stevens, Sandra and Richard Acero, Andrew Smith, Battleox, Pablo Rodriguez, Matthew Colomb, Mick Malloy, Philip Klarskov Jensen, Sun Fam, David Amaro, Alex Monaco, Arthur Henrique Chenaglia, Cody Wesley, Zach Kaczynski, Nuno Amaral, David Boyarski, Rahiv Maharaj, Pete Cerny, Joachim Wiederberg, Christopher Santis, Andreas Coter, Extravaganza, Christian Larson, Gali Gutierrez, Chris LaRue, The Fatty Show, Jason Shields, Rickster EXE, Sud Al Masafer, Monica, Jonas Sekula, Remy Loisel, Michael Kozachenko, Pete Shoemaker, Repus Edud, Irvin De La Torre, Max Harms, Straw Hat Ninja, Cyberboa, Christoph Fatui, Azazel Valkyrie, GW Fox, Jan Hildebrandt, Mazrim Tame, Chris Bennett, Liam Ahern, Crediar, Jesse Vitelli, Self Confessed Cynic, A Pack of Puppies, V Cura Ray, Tristan Howard, Jason I, Andrea, Sean Cornette, Jeremiah Snowden, Materia Addict, Robert I, Will Arrowwood, Tyler Wallace, Blaster Master, Gustav Strombaum, Christoph Packlinger, Thomas Mullins, Kane Morton, Nefertiti Jenkins, Malcolm Moshet, Adam, Anthony Rydell, Cal, Joel Olson, Justin Cheng, Quinn Riley, Robert Ori Einerson, Christopher Donnelly, Matt Karwaski, Patrick, Trevor Thomas, Robert D. Schneider, Self-Imposed Illegitimate Child, Joel Short, Marco Hernandez, Magnus Rasmussen, Clinton Hayes, Seyun Kim, Struggler, Randall Crittenden, Jose Gutierrez, Tense George, Dominic Brown, Sal Ramon, Chad McIntosh, Bunny Chen, Joey and Kate, Raymond Chow, Leif Johnson, Ian Anderson, Zahed Hosseini Karami, Dan Pan 16, C.S. Lewis, Orugachino, Skender Yashari, Jana, Roy Sung, Kim Monk Vonderleith Hagensen Peterson, Colin Hoyleman, Reed Marlett, Thorfkin, Matthew Robles, Shanley Ladia, Rerun, Linson Wu, Luis Sabara, Philip Higdon, James Brown, Neuromod, Russell Bateman, BM5, Elliot Moscow, Richard Gunther, Daniel Fuchs, Ivan Ponce, Jay Potter, Tolls JTJ, Christopher A. Butler, Ian Bradburn, John Prey, Sean Essen, Sebastian K. Urban, Marco Zanone, Alec Church, Culinary Stud.